Namaste. We read just a small little prayer. Just after the prayer of October 7th, 1913. This is a prayer of November 22nd, 1913. It's a very, very beautiful prayer. Very beautiful for these moments that we are going through. When we are faced with crisis, when we are faced with difficulties, when we are faced with things which appear as insolvable, what we should do? Instead of struggling with the difficulty, that's what repeatedly Mother and Shurabindu tell us, when we struggle with the difficulty, we actually give it strength. It's like that story of Rama and Bali. So if you keep on harping upon the difficulty, for example, nowadays, oh, so many cases, so many deaths, so many cases, so many deaths, this is actually making it worse. It is not helping our immune system. This should be completely gone. What we should know is how to really fight it out, how we can improve our immune system, how we can even, you know, whatever distancing, whatever isolation, whatever is required as per the advisory, that's all that is required. To constantly harp upon the negative side, the dark side, even we don't know if the whole, every day we see all kinds of statistics, probably we'll see that this is a very small thing. The most frightening thing is that so many people in humanity are living in ignorance. Imagine if that statistics was flashed, that billions are living in ignorance and billions don't even want to come out of ignorance. They don't even recognize this is ignorance. This is truly frightening. But still, when we face such things in life, what we should do? Don't look constantly towards the difficulty. What we should do is to look towards the solution. Now, this solution is coexisting with that, but we have to look in the right direction. So she teaches us something very beautiful, November 22nd, 1913. What we should do? A few minutes passed in silence before the are worth centuries of felicity. What we have to do is, when we are besieged with the trouble, with the challenge, with difficulty, our mind is going round and round in an incessant whirlpool of darkness and negative thoughts and anxieties, instead of letting the mind run this way, it is not going to, you know, it will be sucked more and more in the dark current. Instead of that, whichever way we, re, we think of the divine, whatever is our conception, it may be an inner conception or it may be an outer uh, picture or an image. For us, it is very simple. It is the mother and Shurabindo. Just to go and sit in front of their pictures or to sit with their presence in our hearts, either which way, she says, a few minutes, it doesn't need long, long periods, not that we have to meditate for one hour and two hours. A very line, beautiful line in Tulsidas Ram Charitmanas, Ek ghadi ya do ghadi adho me puniyad tulsi sangati sadhuki hare koti aparad. A moment, or two moments, couple of moments, or even half a moment, or a fraction of a moment spent in the company of the holy and the wise is destroys much sin. Now we can say that a moment, half a moment, even fraction of a moment spent in the company of the divine destroys much darkness, much illusions, much shadows. So she says, a few moments, a few minutes passed in silence before thee are worth centuries of felicities. 
felicities, the joy of a very subtle kind that we may experience in life. But that few moments spent before the divine, with the divine, are incomparable. Grant, O Lord, that all shadows may be dispersed and that more and more I may become thy faithful servant in constancy and in serenity. I am hearing some of the people praying at this moment, Mother, let the virus go away. Mother, let protect us. Mother, let us be safe. This is okay, this one kind of prayer. But let us go to the root of the problem. The important thing is not that we are protected today and besieged by another problem tomorrow. The real enemy is not the virus, it is our ignorance. The real problem is our weakness, our fears, and this must be dispelled. The shadow that I am a limited being tied to this body, this must disappear. So the prayer should be for the real problem and the radical remedy. So she is praying, grant, O Lord, that all shadows may be dispersed and that more and more I may become thy faithful servant in constancy and in serenity. Not servant who has some limited number of hours or limited kind of work, but all the time with that same serenity, may I be your servant. See, this is a new bhava which is emerging, which we will see through and through. May my heart be before thee, pure like a pure crystal, so that all of it may reflect thee. Now she is going into deeper and deeper depths of the heart and she says, may it be like a pure crystal. So that all its emotions, all its bhava are nothing else but a reflection of thee. How sweet it is to be before thee in silence. That's all that is required, nothing else. To be before the divine, to sit at the feet of the divine, to think of the divine in a frequent silence, in a state of offering, with a prayer, a prayer not just for this or that situation or circumstance, but simply a prayer that may all in us be consecrated to you. May ignorance vanish. May shadows be dispelled. May the reign of falsehood and unconsciousness end. May we grow into thy light, thy truth. May we be thy hero warriors and thy little children, thy servants and thy slave doing thy work upon earth. This is the prayer that she is teaching us. I'll read once again, then we will stop. November 22nd, 1913. A few minutes passed in silence before thee are worth centuries of felicity. Grant, O Lord, that all shadows may be dispensed. Grant, O Lord, that all shadows may be dispersed. And that more and more I may become thy faithful servant in constancy and in serenity. May my heart be before thee pure like a pure crystal so that all of it may reflect thee. How sweet it is to be before thee in silence.